0: Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Today is our Week 9 Thursday NFL episode. This is the episode where we get feedback from the wise guys who listen to the show. We make our survivor pick and build our money line underdog round robin. We give out our foxhole bet and our big balls bet of the week. We narrow down our picks for the free to play favorites podcast, $100,000 pro football pick 'em contest. As our old pal, Colin Cowherd, likes to say, there is a sea of money out there. Because there's a sea of money out there. If you want to follow along with our official bets, you can check them out on the contest website, favorites.actionnetwork.com. When we lock them in before kickoff on Sunday, if you prefer using the award winning Action app, you can also track all the bets. Simon and I lock in by following two accounts, the Phase 5 and the Favorites podcast. Now, let's bring in my co host, my companion, my Padre, my BFF professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon.
1: Aloha, Chad. Good morning.
0: Good morning to you, my friend. Listen, my head is swimming a little bit. I really want to get into these games because numbers have moved in different ways. Games that we really love to have gotten some attention, maybe from the wise guys that we didn't expect. Um, I, I have a lot of things that I want to be talking about today. As a reminder, the Favorites podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet 365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary. At Bet365, must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia, or 18 or older in Kentucky, Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, restrictions apply. Week nine kickoff is near. Lots of opportunities. Let's not dilly-dally. Sharp calls.
1: Hello, who's there? I'm talking.
2: Ring, ring, telephone ring. Somebody saying, baby, what you doing?
1: Yeah, and a a week of disagreement, Chad. That's what it feels like. And uh, You know what? I'm not surprised. There's people on both sides and a lot of disagreement. A lot of guys think they know what's best. And it's been rough where it's like I I had a couple games I really believed in this week, leaking a little confidence on a couple of them um, just because I know who's coming on the other side. And, you know. It'd be a good week that if we weren't doing this show, I probably would take off. No joke. It's just a week where there's just so much disagreement. We've had such a good run, especially myself this year. It's like, man, I don't want to be in this drama. You know, just the first game we're going to talk about, this Miami Chiefs game. I don't know why you would put six figures on this game if you're a big time better. Like, there's just so many unknowns. They're they're in Germany. Miami's had injuries. They have guys coming back. The Chiefs have injuries. We don't know who's back and who's going to be playing this one. And I knew there was going to be some sharps. And professionals coming in on Miami. When I talk to the, you know, the group that is coming in heavy on Miami, they really like their position there. They really like this Miami team. They like they like the two and a half. They like the two. And they're a big believer that Miami's the better team in this matchup. And I think me and you are still from the standpoint of we back Mahomes in these spots. If you just need him to win the game at minus one and a half. I can't avoid it. Like, even all yesterday, I was trying to fight it and be like, no, nah, I'm coming around to Miami. I just, I can't get there. I mean, I think Brady and Belichick, I'll put them at number one. There's there's no one better at beating you and the clock. Like, the best, smartest minds of football, they're not playing you. They're playing the clock. No one's better at that than the Chiefs. The Chiefs, if they have the ball last, Mahomes, who who does it better than killing that final five minutes and just kicking the field goal, winning the game? So I I can't believe these these guys are betting so heavy against Mahomes in the spot. Uh, we might be stepping in with Seattle. I think we both knew that it's up to six now, despite a lot of the tickets, a lot of the money pouring in on them. How do we avoid it, Chad? Another game where it's like I wish we could just avoid it. I don't know if we can. You know, shockingly. Another really smart group came and had you on the Washington. Even though Washington moved their two best pass rushers, they like Washington against New England.
0: Um, I love the Washington in this. Yeah, game. That,
1: that's a ton of points against New England. And like That's my view. It's like, yeah, it's a trap. Like They want you to take all those points with Washington. That is a lot of points against New England. That's just one of the stinkiest lines this week. The boys love the Saints. We already missed the boat on that. Like We yeah. talked about it with the backup quarterback. I try to get ahead of it with fields. They've just been betting in nonstop. I feel like that's every week, though, right? Is it every week we talk about the Saints' numbers moved, them being bigger favorite? So yes, um, they've now gone from six to eight and a half, and that's that's some real money there, moving that number all the way up because the Saints are bad. Like them to be up to eight and a half. Ooh, I want to take it so bad, Chad. I want to take it so bad, but I know better. Um, and it's on yeah. the
0: lit, brother, brother. It's in the script. <laughs> it's on the list. It's going to be uh, hard not to bet the Bears at
1: eight and a half, but guys, it, please continue. Cowboys. A lot of pros love the Cowboys. And I got, uh, that was another game I was split on where I thought we would be on the Cowboys. You like the Eagles. I kind of like the Eagles. I think it's a just it's just the number is what it should be. I, I make it three, three and a half. It's just sitting there exactly where it should be. The Bills. There's a lot of trends that point to the Bills and mean you are being super chalky just going with the Bengals there. They look like the best team last week. Everyone's putting them back in their top five. They're, they they're you know, it's this Joe Burrow's back. We might be stepping in it. And the last one is the Jets. We love it. I don't care that all these guys love the Chargers. They're all in on the Chargers. I know a really smart group that came in heavy on the Chargers. That one honestly doesn't still phase me. I still love the Jets there. I am happy to take the three and a half. Most of my money right now is bet on the Jets at three and a half and the Panthers at plus three, and I I hate this week. So that's it for sharp calls this week. It's just so much shit talking, I can't take it. I think I told Chad, I'm not a big drinker. I went out and got after it on uh, Halloween. There was a huge party here. You know, I woke up every other hour, just people calling me just because there was just so much crazy line movement on that Tuesday to Wednesday night. The biggest one, again, we're going to dive into is just this Miami Chiefs game. I, I just couldn't believe how... How opinionated people were on it, and how much money people are put on it, where it's a game in Germany. I just would never make this one of my bigger bets.
0: Yeah, look, we can't we can't put this game in the contest, but it is too big of a game with too much too much of an interesting narrative. Yeah. As you mentioned, Evan has been doing some on the ground reporting for what's happening in Germany. We're gonna bring him in special for this game's breakdown. We got to start narrowing down the games, we got to get to Foxhole. We got to get the survivor pick. We got to get the big balls better the week. Lots of trades this week. The commanders unloaded their D-line. Montez Sweat to the Bears, Chase Young to the Niners. The Vikings traded for Josh Dobbs. The Bills traded for Rasul Douglas. Seattle traded (laughs) for Leonard Williams. Taylor Heineke is starting for the Falcons. And of course, the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels. And they are now one and a half point favorites against the Giants. So Miami versus Kansas City in Germany. You and I love this on Sunday when it was Kansas City minus two. It did go up to two and a half, got bet back down. We still liked it on Tuesday. I saw you yesterday. We were doing the Faves film room YouTube exclusive. Go check it out. You did Gino Davis this week. I did Trey Hendrickson. We're going to talk about those games. You did not look good. And I said to you, dude, what's <laughs> going on? You're like, and you had a Halloween hangover. Yeah. And do you remember what you said when I asked you why you looked so ragged?
1: I don't know. I'm living with a goddamn ghost.
0: You're living with a ghost, but also you were checking that Miami Kansas City game nonstop and your face about how the line was moving and how sick it was making you feel. And what did I say to you? We're betting. I I just remember you had way
1: too much confidence.
0: We're betting Mahomes to win. Yeah. We have zero evidence not to bet on Kansas City and Mahomes (laughs) for all the things you just said. I know there's sharp groups coming in, but by the way, we're sharp sometimes too. I do not fear betting on Kansas City in this spot.
1: I know, that's what's giving me fear. You're just so confident. I hate it You sound like them. I just I, I don't know how these people can bet this game so confidently, especially the Miami side. I'm not the biggest trend better. I mean, the trend that Evan gave us is incredible like nineteen nineteen and six under under three points or as a dog. it's like. How do we not do it? So, I hate it. Like, I would have much more confidence if this had gone to three because that means a lot of the pros were on this with us. I told you it's a smart group, man. Like, to move this number, especially when the books know every teaser, everything's going to start Sunday morning tied to the Chiefs. All the bets are tied to the Chiefs. So, that's what's giving me pause here. It's like – it's a really big standalone game, and I know the books are good, right? They crushed last week. The Chiefs losing outright. This is our one of our more public plays of the year. I'm so happy we don't have to put this in the contest because I just, I told you yesterday I was probably going to buy out of my Chiefs position. I haven't. I've just I actually ended up putting a little bit more on it at the minus one and a half. And good for you. I'm, yeah, I'm just going to trust my homes.
0: Dolphins four and ten straight up versus teams above 500. Sixteen and seven straight up versus teams below 500. They haven't beaten a team with a winning record since they beat the Bills in week three of last season. Only two <laughs> teams don't have a straight-up win over a team with a winning record in that span. Chicago Bears, Miami Dolphins. And we, this is part of the logic that That's we crazy. had. It's part of the logic we had on Tuesday. I, I'm just not buying the hype. And so, Evan, you're on the ground. Not literally, <laughs> but you've got people. Give yeah. us your take on what's been happening with Germany as it relates to weather and how it could impact this game.
2: Yeah, just two things to think about. And I brought this up before the call, so I wanted to kind of you know bring in some two cents here. So wind is an interesting factor in this game. So the total was 51.5 down to 50.5. But right now, it looks like 17-mile-an-hour winds at the beginning of kickoff going to 18 and 19 potentially, which would be the windiest game this season, any game, any team. Uh, I think the thing that's interesting, though, is the roof. So i've been talking to a few people uh, who i know actually in germany and trying to figure out the situation because it kind of just depends roof is pushed in probably only impacts field goals we've been told roof not closed but probably doesn't impact passing as much if it's pushed in so i just something to think about something to worry about probably closer to kickoff we'll probably get more information uh and the second thing is and i know simon's actually mentioned this before. But believe the Dolphins have actually been in Germany all week while the Chiefs were flying a little bit later. To me, that actually matters. And it has mattered before. And I think it's good for the Dolphins. So we'll see how much that impacts Kansas City. But just the little things, especially in this type of game. We're betting the Chiefs. As a reminder,
0: (laughs) the NBA season has officially tipped off. And you guys, you listeners, we want to thank you. We asked you last week to listen to Buckets, our daily NBA betting podcast. And you helped us make it a top 50 sports podcast on Spotify last week. Thank you for checking out Buckets, Action Network's basketball betting podcast with new episodes every single weekday this NBA season. All right. I'm so glad we could get Evan to Germany and back in record time. We spare no expense to get information to our listeners and watchers here at the Action Network. All right. I just want to bet Washington at three and a half. I I have no faith in Bill Belichick, who's 82 and 96 in his career without Tom Brady. I have even less faith in Mac Jones, who the Pats wanted to trade, but nobody fucking wants this guy. (laughs) Uh, Like Washington has traded away its most impactful defensive players. The line's barely moved. It may be a sucker's bet. Huge pros Joe's game, by the way. All the pros are on Washington. That public is on New England. Here's a stat I took from Raybon, who also liked New England. And we like it when we're on the same side as Raybon, which worries me for a lot of our picks today. He said this on the Action Network podcast, uh, which you can go listen to or check out the Sunday six-pack on YouTube. Road underdogs of less than a touchdown, Washington Commanders, against a team that averages less than 18 points per game, New England Patriots. They are 64% against the spread the past two decades. It's a sample size of nearly 300 games. What are we doing here? You say
1: we're walking into a trap. I say we're getting an opportunity. I say you are, not we are, you are. Chad <laughs> Chad doesn't understand how, how the money works. So this this opened at two and a half, it's three and a half. Tell me again where the sharp money is, Chad. Sharp money is on Washington. New England. If the number is going from two and a half up to three and a half, across two key numbers, It's it, the professionals have come in on New England. So, yeah, I told you it's a split week. There's going to be people in Washington. There's going to be people in New England. I'm dug in. I've already bet this heavily at the three with New England. Uh, I haven't let the three and a half scare me off. I'll bet it if I need to, but I have enough enough threes out there where I can just take the threes for New England. But, yeah, I'm with you. It's not a good feeling, Chad. Like, do I want to be taking Mac Jones as a favorite? Hell no. The guy sucks. Like, everything you just said is so damn true. I don't, I don't feel good about it, but – I'm just playing the spot, playing the number, and Washington just had a really intense, hard-fought game against the Eagles, and they fell short. Now they're traveling up to New England in the freezing cold. It's just a bad spot for Washington. Like I can't say it enough. It's like you you sell your best two pass rushers now, and, and now you need them, and you needed them in this game. Like the fact that Washington is bad. Their defense is really bad. We've talked yeah. all season how bad their defense is. They've gotten rid of the only good thing on that defense. Their their two best pass rushers are gone. Maybe Sam has a great game against Belichick's defense. It's just I have to back Bill here catching three against a bad head coach and Rivera and a, just a bad team in Washington that um, they play the Eagle stuff. But everyone else, it seems like they're just bad again. So I wish I could get there with you in Washington. I just can't. Um, I'm I'm not gonna let the three and a half scare me, especially if it's in my contest. I like New England I'll just end up taking them but uh I'm with you it's it's never fun going against Chris and backing the Patriots as a favorite it's just it's a it's a gross feeling but it feels like it's the right move this week
0: It's one of the gro- You keep saying it's the right move but you like we know Washington's defense is bad but all of the trends about specific coaches specific spots and teams in numbers in this spot Ron Rivera, don't forget, as much as we don't like him and we're angry that he did not go for two last week to give us an easy, to give us the cover and the win when we had it at six and a half and bet it at seven, he's the one of the most profitable coaches the past 20 years against the spread. Tomlin, Harbaugh, I think it was Vrabel, and Rivera. So like, you keep telling me New England, it's the right spot and the right move, but all the evidence is to the contrary.
1: What's the evidence? Your trends?
0: Oh, don't get, don't, <laughs> don't all of a sudden belittle the trends. Matt Jones is terrible. Well, you're, going,
1: you're saying 20 years of Ron Rivera. It's like, what are we doing? Are we talking about when Ron Rivera had Cam Newton or when he had the Green Lizard and Taylor Heineke last oh, year? Oh, no, 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 It's, no, it's, no, it's no, a bit no, weird.
0: No, no. We can't be selective about defining when the trends work for us. We can decide we don't like that trend. Yes, we you can, can,
1: Chad. That's the whole point of trends, brother. You use you trends can. when it benefits you yourself.
0: The trend, <laughs> just because you don't like it in this spot. I'm not saying we're going to put Washington in the contest, but I, I haven't heard anything about New England that makes me say, oh, yeah, it's the right spot for New England.
1: You did. It's I told a- you I like New England. That should that should tell you it's the right spot, brother. Oh, God. I mean, what are we doing here?
0: I'm an evidence-based <laughs> human.
1: All right, dietologists
0: need facts
1: Simon it takes no bravery taking Washington here at plus three and a half Chad bravery will take New England at minus three and a half they're what are they two and five they're the worst teams on football man it's just that's my whole read here it's just like I don't trust the books the books aren't our friends I'll say it all the time and it's a little stinky this line the fact that it's up to three and a half there's just something here I don't I don't like about it I
0: don't think we're going to find
1: consensus on
0: this one. so Tampa Bay at Houston. We liked Tampa two and a half. I'm getting a little antsy about it. Tampa is the fourth luckiest team in the NFL per our luck rankings. Raybon loves Houston. Stucky loves Houston.
1: <laughs> is that what I'm going to do all week? Is just, Are you going to talk about what the Sunday six pack guys like and we just go on the other side?
0: Maybe. Maybe. What did
1: they do last week, man? Mitchell, jump in real quick.
0: I know how competitive you are, and I know you remember everything, so you know what they did.
1: I just know they didn't do better than us, and now you're all in on them. Hey, Chris and Stucky, who do the Sunday six-pack as part of the Thursday Action Network podcast NFL episode, they went 3-3 and last week, but they are four games over 500 for the year. And as a reminder, I make them lock in their picks on Wednesday afternoon. You guys pick on Sundays, and you guys get contest lines. So just... I, I, everybody, cool it, Dude, they did, I they, mentioned they did, they what went, they're on yeah, every they went, single right. week.
0: Everyone <laughs> is so angry. Tito is so upset. He's like, "Why are we fighting? We're family. Everybody loves everybody."
1: Well, oh, I just I love Chad, but every, if every number of Chad's gonna be like, and the other guys are on the other side of this one, it's like, okay, it's a split week. People are gonna be on opposite sides, brother.
0: That's my point. It's a very challenging week. Tell me, do gross?
1: That. Isn't that isn't that the whole brand of the show? Yeah, it is. So what's the gross pick here? Is it, is it taking CJ or is it taking the shitty ass lucky bucks team at plus two and a half? Like the book, I told you, I think the book's out on CJ. I could be wrong. Maybe Todd Bowles is a fucking idiot and Tampa just is a bad defense now. And like, yeah, we could be walking into it. It's just, it's another number that feels like it's too high. If this was, I don't know, a month ago, I probably would be on Houston, but now we're a month in and it's just this bucks team defensively, I think they're going to have an advantage over this Houston team. So um, yeah, it's tough, Chad. I, I've, obviously, I wish this was plus three. It's plus two and a half. W- what can we do? I, I'm going to take the two and a half here with uh, the Bucs.
0: Uh, well, look, I already bet the Bucks are two and a half. I'm not afraid of this one. I'm, I'm a little scared, I'll be honest. It. I feel like this one doesn't give me pause in the way like Washington, the way New England would. I feel like we're getting a decent number on two teams that are so-so. Texans, what I've seen from CJ Stroud the past couple of weeks, hasn't been as good. And three games after his hot start, he's pretty much a mediocre quarterback. And his numbers bear that, which are not all that different than Baker Mayfield is my take
1: on that game. I wouldn't be shocked if Send up being one of our five Sunday morning. It's just, it's just a good number and a good spot for the Bucks.
0: We still owe Foxhole. We still owe a big balls bet of the week. Arizona Cleveland. We were waiting to pull the trigger on this until we heard about Kyler Murray. According to practice reports, Clayton Toon, former Houston quarterback, University of, got all the first string reps on Wednesday. Murray was a full participant, but was with the practice squad. We're kind of leaning Cleveland here. I think the only thing that's holding us back is the status of Murray.
1: And I saw Watson practice yesterday and looked all right, which would be you know, not the biggest deal. Obviously he has, he's been crap all season, but at least we know he won't turn the ball over as much as PJ Walker does. So yeah, another game, like I just, I feel no confidence in, but it feels like we have to play Cleveland at Arizona. If they're going to be playing this kid in his first road start against that Browns defense. I just don't know how they score. I don't know how they get there. It's like, it's really an uphill battle for a Cardinals team that they've just, they've lost so many key places to an already bad offense. Um, it's a little weird. The number hasn't moved up higher, especially with the news that Watson might be coming back. So, you know, there's a couple books right now that have them at seven and a half. You can get Cleveland yeah. right now at seven and a half, which is pretty interesting. Like the, the fact that this number just hasn't gone up, it's it stayed kind of low, um, relatively speaking. I do like Cleveland. Obviously, our sponsored book, I wish it was the seven and a half. Uh, it's not. It's still eight, which is a key number. So I won't make that our foxhole, but... Um, De- definitely like Cleveland in this spot. Like it's rare for me to take these kind of favorites, but it-, it feels good. Especially if Arizona got such a ridiculous cover last week. Cleveland had a last second loss. It just it lines up where Arizona is going to come in. This Cleveland just is going to kill them. They'll the demolish them in this game. When we saw it earlier this year, where you know Tennessee came to play Cleveland and their defense just rolled them. And that's what we expect here with this Cleveland team against Arizona.
0: I feel like we have two. We have three contenders for Foxhole and Big Balls, all of which are at the bottom of the schedule and the bottom of our script here. Chicago at New Orleans. You're saying the wise guys are on the Saints. We've seen that number move to eight and a half. Derek Carr is just not good as a favorite. (laughs) This number is so big right now. Like I'm convinced the Bears are the right side here. I, I, like I'm not going to buy into the Derek Carr hype because he finally had one good game against a defense that is kind of cratering right now 17 29 and two against the spread as a favorite with the Raiders he is now he's one five and one as a favorite with the Saints never had a year above uh 500 as a favorite um 8 24 and two when favored by three points or more over the last three years, one, nine and one against the spread in this spot. Like how are we not taking the bears here?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll probably have regrets not touching it, but I just, I can't get there, man. The bears, bears just stink. And yeah, but there's,
0: there's no difference here, by the way, between the bears and the Patriots. We got a terrible quarterback, a terrible team, with a huge number against a team that we have no faith in.
1: There is a million differences between these two teams. The the Patriots actually have a good defense. The Patriots actually have a good head coach. Say what you want about Mac Jones. He's not a deer in headlights like your guys' quarterback is like there are there are some differences here, Chad. Uh but I get where you're coming from. It's it, it's it's tough to defend the Patriots <laughs> the worst team in football, but um no the the Bears are nowhere near the same team. The Patriots are. I mean just defensively, the the Patriots are light years ahead of them, man. It's like, even talent-wise, you guys have no talent defensively. I mean, you have good linebackers, but what the hell has that done for you guys this season? Nothing. Um, I'm with you. It's a it's a huge number. I should be on the Bears. They're going to be probably the least bet dog, right? I mean, who is betting the Bears this week? Even when I talk to a bunch of professionals, like, I know there's a couple of guys who like the Bears because what you just said. It's a huge number against the Saints, but no one's like, going crazy like you got to bet the bears here so uh i just i'm just gonna stay away from it i already missed the best of the number on the saints this gets up to eight and a half nine like it is now and it's still that on sunday i'll throw a little taste on it but um i I just can't make this my five
0: clearly you're overrating bill belichick as a head coach who's 14 games under 500 in his career without tom brady seattle (laughs) jesus christ seattle at baltimore this you have some
1: awful, awful takes this morning, Chad. I'm loving it. You're just firing away. <laughs>
0: Seattle at Baltimore. We we were talking about this game on Sunday. I still have yet to bet this game because <laughs> I cannot get myself to pull the trigger yeah, on Gino. It's so fucking hard. It's gone from five and a half to six. You're saying the wise guys and the sharp calls are coming in on Baltimore. It just, it's like, everything says take take the Seahawks. Everything. This is a, a Lamar Jackson who is terrible as a favorite of three or more. Pete Carroll is great as an underdog. Why aren't we all in on Seattle here?
1: I don't know. I think it's just because the Ravens have been playing so well, right? Like and that's the thing. They've just been they've played so well. And the Seahawks just seem like a team that you don't really know you're getting. Like you said, I think we did the film session with Gino. It's like he's been inconsistent. He'll have a really good back-to-back drives and then he'll just disappear for two quarters. Um, you're not getting that really with Lamar this year. Lamar's been really consistent and you're right. Like, I don't know, should this should this be our big ball's bet? It's it's hard where it's okay. like I can't I can't avoid it can't avoid the Seattle, but it feels like the same scenario when the Colts came and played the Ravens. Remember that where everyone was all over the Ravens and then somehow the Colts won on like a last second field goal. And maybe that's who this Ravens team is. They just beat the crap out of, you know, bad teams. Or I guess they did beat the crap out of the lions too. Uh, So you can't really make that point, but it's hard because they really have been one of the best teams in football, the Ravens defensively, offensively, everything. They're just so well coached. Um, it's crazy. This is up to six. It really is crazy. It's crazy it's that
0: it's up to six. Yeah. Also, don't forget, in that Lions game, the Ravens were not big favorites, right? The number was much smaller. So like it was in it was within a range where I think they I think it was two and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And we loved Baltimore. And so that to me is the range in which you want to bet on Lamar Jackson, a short favorite. He it's a bigger number. Like when it's over, when it's over three, it's just he hasn't performed well and that's exactly what happened with the colts and seattle's a better team than the colts and this is a good spot for Pete carroll he's a good coach and like the defense is pretty good did they just get better with leonard williams like (laughs) you know all of a sudden there's all these things swimming around we're having a hard time pulling on the trigger i don't know if this is our big balls because i think our big balls is going to come from or foxhole it's going to come from eagles Jets or uh the Bengals Buffalo game uh is my is my feeling. But this is because this game is really hard. Also, I don't know that like does it take big balls to bet on this game?
1: I would say yeah, because that's I you you already haven't you can't do it, and I'm scared to do it. Uh, <laughs> I would say yeah. And um <laughs> As our lovely priest that kind of hates us said, depends what contest number we get for this one. Like, I know we, we, uh, we, it'd be hard for us to skip it at six and a half in the contest. Like, that's a big big number. But like I say all the time, the books are not our friends. And this number is stinky. I, I, I assumed it would be three and a half by kickoff, not all the way up to six. Like, that's such a key number. Um, I'm looking at our site on our app right now, and it says like all the money. Is on Seattle, and it yeah. just keeps going up. Uh, not good, not no, good. So that's terrible. It, it is. It is weird when a five and two team is catching six. Um, I don't know what to do with it. So I'm cool that. I'm making our big balls bet because I'm just so lost in this number. But I've taken a bunch of sixes. Like I, I took a bunch of five and a halves. So now I'm taking a bunch of sixes and not not feeling great right now. But I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know what I'm overlooking the C- Seattle team, what the books are seeing here, but clearly they have their reason for moving this all up to six. And uh, I'm gonna probably learn the hard way come Sunday.
0: Minnesota at Atlanta. I apologize. We can't give people a consensus like a hardcore yes. We love it. Like I don't even know what we're putting in the contest right now. Like, I, like it's it's a really hard fucking week. It's a brutal week. Minnesota at Atlanta. So this number's at five. Atlanta. Falcons are favored by five. Taylor Heineke's in. We got Jaron Hall playing quarterback for the Vikings, probably uh, his first career start. The only reason I think I like Minnesota here is Taylor Heineke is a favorite. Is just not the same as Taylor Heineke as a dog. <laughs> like yeah. the variance in what he can do when he's trying to come back versus trying to hold a lead and making a stupid pass when they should be you know, throwing it out of bounds. Is, it, that is Taylor Heineke. And here's a stat, which has been a guiding light for us the past few weeks. Atlanta started as an underdog. They are now the favorite. Teams in that spot, 43-83 against the spread since 2019. It's helped us avoid losses this year. Maybe not getting wins, but it's helped us avoid losses.
1: Yeah, I got no read on it. Um, I've I no idea. Minnesota, I, I think I'm with you, Chad. Where it's like, I guess I'll take the four and a half, just because um they're the dog, and like you said, who's Heineke to be catching that many points? But I, I'm with you. I got no no read on this game whatsoever.
0: Indy at Carolina. This was Simon says you had Carolina plus two and a half. Uh, another game. Indy open is the dog and is now the favorite. I I feel great about this one. Like I loved. Bryce Young looked much better against the Texans. The play calling was much better against the Texans. They're moving them out of the pocket. They're moving faster. Um, I don't think this Colts defense is very good right now. Do you have
1: anything to add? No, you could grab the three. There's still one out there. Go grab it. Um, Just, it's it's a spot play. Like we think the Carolina Panthers defense, they play way better at home. And then offensively, I loved what I saw from their new. You know, the new the, the new play caller, to me, was a big deal. I talked about all the motion I saw. The fact, they're getting Bryce Young outside the pocket. Like, I just – I loved all those things I saw. And, you know, this, this Colts team has been incredible this year offensively. I think they're the only team in football um, – I'll have to go back and look. But I, I'm pretty sure they've scored more than 20 points or 20 points or more in every game this season, which is crazy. Like, they've had huge injuries to Anthony Richardson, their number one quarterback. Brought in Minshew, and somehow the offense is still producing at a high level. Um, pr- pretty incredible for the Colts and their head coach, which we we talk all the time. Like this, this guy is a great play caller. So um, we're pretty much betting that the Panthers' defense, which they've done all year, show up at home is going to show up again. And I, I love the two and a half. I think it's such a key number. Maybe they'll lose this game. Okay, maybe maybe they will. This Panthers team, but. The fact that you get three right now still at a couple books, it's like how do you not grab that number on this team that just plays better at home against a team in Indy that they've – not that they've been waiting for a letdown game, but we've kind of seen it where they've struggled against good defenses. Like they're – you can go and look on paper what they do against you know – I'm not even going to say Cleveland's a bad defense. I mean, they did whatever they want against Cleveland, but um, teams that run zone and teams that run man, the splits – for are huge. So Panthers at home defense, Chad, this is one I guarantee we'll have in the contest at two and a half. Um, Even though the best number out there is three, we only play contest lines here. So uh, give me the two and a half.
0: Yeah, I actually feel really good about this one. You're right. Colts are the only team to score 20 points in every game this season. Nine straight games. It's the the second longest streak right now is the Jaguars with five games. All right. We're getting into Foxhole big balls territory. Dallas at Philadelphia. Eagles are a three-point favorite. I'm a little squeamish on this. This was my exact decision. I know you've been waffling on this too. We've got a lot of noise on both sides of this game with people liking Dallas a lot right now. Uh, What we're hearing statistically, what they like about Dallas in uh, how McCarthy has been calling plays For Dallas, the past few games, much more aggressive, much fewer runs on first down. Eagles, third luckiest team in the NFL per the luck rankings. And then Evan shared this. Dak is 25-10 and against the spread versus the NFC East. All that said, (laughs) all that said, fly, Eagles, fly.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on it, but like Chad knows, I'm just a little hesitant about this one. I don't think there's much value on the number, and um, I'm a little worried about Hertz's injury, a little worried about the Eagles' secondary, but I feel like the Eagles have such a huge advantage playing at home. Dak at Philly, I know he's played well against us, but we kind of had like a down, you know, not down run, but like, we just, we just have an existing consistency at the QB position during Dak's tenure. So yeah, we won the Super Bowl, and then Wentz kind of fell off a cliff there. We had a couple of dark years there where he, he racked up the wins against us. Um, I am shocked. This number hasn't gone up to three and a half. I did think more money would come in on the Eagles and the public would come in on the Eagles and they kind of have, but it's held firm, but it feels like just the same scenario when we had the dolphins, right? The I thought everyone in the world was going to come in on Miami against the Eagles. And, you know, by game time, they really hadn't. All the money was coming on the Eagles. And the books kind of held firm at the number. And, you know, the Eagles, what, they beat them by two touchdowns. So, hoping for the same result. I'm with Chad. And like, you know, I'm a little worried that this is going to end up three and a half in our contest, which is going to be another tough conversation to have. But, uh, yeah, Eagle, Eagles – Coaching wise, talent wise, they have the better team. Jalen Carter's back as well. He practiced in full yesterday, which is a big deal. Have him back plugging up the middle. Um, yeah, Chad, I'm I'm trying to get there with you. It's just right now this is this is not one of my bigger bets of the week. Like I, I do have money on the Eagles, but I am hesitant putting more down on it just because I'm getting nothing about hurts in this injury. Like you're taking away his running ability, and that's that's a big deal. Like the guy's ability to scramble outside the pocket. I know he got away with it against Washington. I don't know if he'll be able to get away with that against Parsons. I mean, we I think that was you that picked the Cowboys. Was that two weeks ago yeah. to Break down their D line? And it's like they got three guys there that all can get after the quarterback, even if he was fully healthy, even though they weigh 100 pounds more than Hertz, those dudes can catch him. Like they got some really strong, fast D tackles. And on the ends, we already know what Parsons can do. So um, theres if you're on the Cowboys side, I definitely could see where you're coming from. But I'm with Chad. Like, I believe in the Eagles, especially here at home, catching just three. We can't avoid it. Can't can't avoid that number in the Eagles at home here. So I'll join you and take the Eagles here, Chad.
0: All right. Well, that's the exact decision. So our final two games are... Well, uh, I got
1: another game we didn't talk about that I love.
0: Oh, all right. Well, let's talk about these last two and then let's, uh, let's throw yeah. that one in there. Um, I might have missed it in my notes. Buffalo at Cincy. Uh, you know what's interesting? So we love Cynthia on on Sunday night at one and a half. It went up to two and a half. Did it get it got up to three, I think.
1: I was say the the middleman Chad Millman got it at three.
0: Right. I got it at three. (laughs) Now the line is down at two. It's funny, I had people texting me wondering why you were against me trying to middle. They were surprised that you didn't like my middle play.
1: Because I was just worried you were going to be like, "Well, I don't want to take the Bengals now because I want my middle." That's what I was worried about. That was oh, what I, was I don't do about
0: that. I like, I don't care either way. I, I, I win <laughs> any way we choose. It doesn't matter to me. Well,
1: I do. I'm, I'm only on the Bengals. I didn't try to middle this one, but um, no, I, I, I'm just busting your balls, Chad. I live for middles. Chad knows this. Um, yeah, another game we might be stepping in. It. It's like the super chalky side. We're betting the most hype team, the best team in football right now in the Bengals. And we're fading a bills team that they are really bad right now. Like their fans are excited about adding Russell Douglas, like a guy who was out of the league pretty much two years ago. Um, Packers picked him up for nothing. He played really well for them. He's kind of turned it around and ended up being one of their better corners. And they moved them to the bills. Um, I don't know what to do with it, brother. Like, <sighs> I feel like the Cincy is the right play. But, you know, clearly some pros like the Bills they are coming on the other side and they've bet this down. But on paper, everything, it's like the Bengals feel like such a better team and they're healthier. So, once again, maybe we're getting caught. Me and Chad are walking into it. But I, I just—I cannot be talked out of the Bengals here. I just love the Bengals and I love this number.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I like the way the Bengals have been playing. I like the way they've been playing defensively. Uh, I'm a little nervous about Trey Hendrickson. Uh, He banged up his ankle against the Niners, did not practice on Wednesday. Doesn't mean he's not going to play. Josh Allen uh, didn't practice. Josh Allen didn't practice. either. He's got an injury. Right now, since he is becoming one of our teams in the contest, are we in the
1: foxhole here? At least if we lose money here, you're losing money on the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Where people, they're going to hate, hate hate the game I love. So, right. um, yeah, I'm good with doing Cincy for Foxhole.
2: You know me, regardless of what's going on, I'm a Foxhole guy. I commit to a team. I commit to a city. Uh, I'm a Foxhole guy. All
0: right, let's bring your game in last, because the other game that I want to talk about is the Chargers visiting the Jets. Yeah. I fucking love the Jets here. You love the Jets here. And the fact the line has moved against us feels to me like we have to make this the big balls better than we.
1: <laughs> right? All right, let's do it.
0: I mean, how do we not? Because. Yeah.
1: Again, it, uh, another game heavily opinionated. I know some pros, they think the Chargers have kind of got it right that Herbert's gotten healthier and he's he's playing now with more confidence with that banged up finger. And my argument, that's just the Bears defense. They make anyone look like yeah. they've kind of found their groove. And this is a totally different world, this Jets defense. And um, my my biggest hesitation is like, I know we do the luck ranking stuff. Are the Jets not the luckiest team in football? Like the Jets are the fifth, I think the fifth luckiest team in football. They got to be something like that. Like, you look at their week one win against the Bills, extremely lucky. You look at their win against the Eagles, extremely lucky. Their win the last week against the Giants, like, they needed so many little things. They literally hit that tying field goal with a second left after the other team's kicker missed a field goal that would have made the game impossible to come back on. You know, maybe we're buying high on the Jets and we're walking into it, but I, Chad just said, I can't avoid it. Now that it's up to three and a half primetime game with that defense, I, I can see us losing by a field, field goal. I cannot see the Jets getting blown out here. So uh, I'm right there with you, Chad. Like there's nothing we can do to avoid this one. Three and a half, I got to take it.
0: Big balls, bet of the week. Yeah. New York Jets at home, Monday night football, three and a half point underdogs against the Los Angeles Chargers. Dude, we are stepping in it in every way. We <laughs> never, we never bet a Monday night game. We're betting against a quarterback we love on a team that's getting lucky. That's the kind of week it is. Like we're having to make, Really, really, really hard choices. What is the game that I missed that you wanted to talk about?
1: The Raiders. Oh God! Come on. What's I'm waiting for Stucky's little article about uh, teams playing after the coaches gets fired. I know it's not any that any really any type of beneficial to the team, but I think this will be beneficial to them. Like they, they seem like they hated Josh McDaniels and they all wanted to badmouth him. They couldn't. They're starting O'Connell here, the guy you love, I love so much. Love They're starting him with Jimmy G. Daniel Jones is apparently trying to rush back and play in this game. Um, I love that as well. Uh, the fact that this numbers come down so much, I believe the look ahead on this was like five, and now it's all the way down to one, one and a half. Um, I'm just going to grab that value there on a Vegas team that – we say all the time, they have talent. Like, this team does have talent. I think the coaching has just been what's holding them back. So, maybe Sunday morning I'll be able to convince you on it and get you there. But it, it is one of the grosser plays of the week because we're backing just a really bad Vegas team and an inexperienced quarterback. But my, my my real bet here is just backing this Raiders defense. I think that's that's who I really like here in this matchup against this Giants offense. And Daniel Jones just turns the ball over. And if they win the turnover battle of Vegas – I really feel like we're gonna get there. Like, I don't know if you saw Antonio Pierce. He's the guy that's taking over now of the head coach yes. of them. He he just rings out of that like great motivational guy, which in five weeks they're all gonna be sick of him and hate hate hearing from him. But in this first game, I like that kind of spot. Like the Jeff Saturday move, right? Remember last year? Yeah, we backed Jeff Saturday um in his first start as a coach, and he won outright. The line is at one and a half. Yeah, I saw. I think maybe it was that, and I don't know who it was. Someone posted that twenty-two uh, percent of his wins as a Raiders coach came against the Patriots, which I just loved. Um, th- that's your favorite stat too, because Belichick's not a good coach, but it, <laughs> it's 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 an ugly play. I, I much I think the fans would much rather make the Bengals our foxhole bet than this. But I'm just telling people I I can't avoid this one. Like I got three really ugly bets this week. This is one of them. That Bucks is the other one. The Panthers is the other one. It's just, there's some ugly spots this week, but I just, I got to take it.
0: By the way, this is how bad of a week it is. If your ugly bets are the Raiders, the Panthers and the Bucks, and you don't mention the Jets. So that's the kind of week that we're struggling through here to try to. Jets your four
1: and three, brother.
0: It's true, but still, (laughs) still, it's the Jets. It's Zach Wilson. I mean, let's not, let's not be unrealistic here. A reminder about our contest picks. Simon and I typically enter our initial picks into the contest website on Thursdays after the show. So Simon and I will talk right after this is over. We're going to hug it out. We're going to tell each other that we love each other. And then we're going (laughs) to come to consensus on the five picks. If you want to see the unofficial picks we've entered in the contest before they lock, just go to the contest site, favorites.actionnetwork.com. Search for the Phase Five. That's us. We have those picks by this afternoon. They will lock on Sunday because Simon and I will talk again on Sunday to see if we change anything. But we will come to a consensus today and put those in. Before we get to the money line, underdog round robin, reminder that the week nine contest tiebreaker is total rushing yards on Monday Night Football. Action Network predictive analyst Billy Ward writes a weekly article about tiebreaker strategy. And a link to that article can be found in this episode's description if you want a leg up in the contest. Good luck to all. Moneyline, underdog, round robin.
1: My dog likes your dog. Your dog likes my dog.
0: Simon, I would say Carolina, Tampa, Jets?
1: Jets. I mean, we got to get... Your commanders in there, don't we? Yeah, we uh, do. sh- Should we go Seattle? Like, we, I I always like throwing one big dog in here. There's, I know we don't we don't have a lot of them this week. Bears, I <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> um, um, well, if we're
0: gonna like, that's one of the few big favorites left, right? We we don't want to take Arizona.
1: No, and... let's do uh Seattle. All right, let's do Seattle.
0: Why is that game scaring me more than any other game? Our I'm underdog, with you, though. It's,
1: it's terrifying, man.
0: Our line underdog, Round Robin, right now. Carolina, Tampa, Jets, Washington, Seattle. Make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day. Simon, the clocks fall back this weekend. Does that mean a whole extra hour for you to eat Little Caesars? Yes, Chad. For sure it does. Order online during our Pizza Pizza pregame one hour before NFL games and get ready for some football and fun. Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza or pick the toppings you crave. Simon, what do you think about this motto I just invented before the show started? If if touchdowns make your pelvis thrust, be sure to order Crazy Crust. However you order your pizza, you win and speaking of winning everyone scores with convenient delivery or our in-store pizza portal pickup so grab some friends and enjoy a few slices during the game survivor pick the survivor pool pick
1: of the week Saints or Browns Yeah um it's up to you like i was i was going to go browns just because they're in the heart of vision. I don't know when else we're gonna use them, but um no, I like are you, do, are you doing an actual survivor contest chat or no? I'm
0: out. I'm I'm out of my contests.
1: Oh man. So I like I'm in it, and this is a big money one. There's only a couple of us left. And like I was going through it, um we got really lucky. Like early in the year, we used the Giants in Washington because they played Arizona. I, I oh, am yeah. so happy looking back at that. Oh my um, God. So yeah, have a have a bunch of options here. I'm with you. Like if it if it's I know some people have to lock it in. If you want to just play it safe, you know exactly what quarterback you're going against, go Saints. If you're like me and you can submit it Sunday morning, which I can. Um, I can submit it, you know, up to 1230. So I'm I kind of have a little bit of leniency here. I'm I'm gonna wait and see who the quarterback is for the Cleveland. If it's Watson and it's going up against this rookie for Arizona, gotta do Cleveland. And if not, if it's Kyler Murray coming in there, which doesn't really Scare me too much because it's his first start after a long rest. But just to be safe, the fact I'm so close now to actually winning this thing, there's only a couple guys left, I will switch to the Saints. So um, for our one-two plays, I'll put it on Twitter on Sunday morning. It's going to either be Saints or the Browns.
0: Your biggest bets of the week right now.
1: I don't tell you what to do with your money. Don't fucking tell me what to do with mine, okay? Instantly, I regret saying that. That was a horrible thing to say. I love you all very much. Right now, it's Panthers. Shocking to, <laughs> shocking to no one. That's just such a typical bet of this show. Tampa, another game where it's like, I'm I'm really back in the defense, believing in the defensive number. And, you know, it's, it's getting there, but it's Jets. And when I moved it to three and a half, I, I started betting even more, which makes me a little nervous. They don't respect my money and they haven't moved it down, but a bizarre number. They moved it up to three and a half with the Jets. I, I can't avoid it.
0: All right. Before we get out of here, Action Network Director of Research, Evan Abrams, the engine behind the great stats and nuggets you hear on this show and across our network. He's all the way back from Germany, supersonic speed. Evan, bring us the last word.
1: The last word with Evan Abrams.
2: We're finished talking. Surprised you guys didn't use commanders and survivor. Okay, so <laughs> what a run the public is on. I feel like this needs to be discussed a little bit. 64, 48, and 5. And the public is any team 51% of tickets or more. So that's 64, 48, and five number best start through eight weeks since 2005, which is our full bet labs database to go even further 37, 25, and three 60% of tickets are higher. Also best and public sides after a team lost. So team loses, then they're the public side and everyone's like, Oh my God, they got to win 32, 17, and three against the spread this season so it's been a crazy run and to think about this the dolphins and lions have been public sides 10 times they're 10 and 0 against the spread obviously not for this week but every time the public rides that train seems to cover uh okay so how about this one i think this is the one simon was talking about earlier so the raiders eight no to their team total under so far this season only team in the nfl that are undefeated to the under so no overs for las vegas but to talk about the fired note he was talking about 35 teams have fired their coach during the regular season since 2003 they are 16 and 19 straight up but 19 and 16 against the spread in their next game after the firing now you might say to yourself okay 54 percent. it's not the best note ever but if you think about it those teams 90 and 239 straight up 27 percent, and 122 and 204 37 against the spread prior to the coaching change so Raiders might get a little bump here. And Matt Mitchell asked for this, so I'll give it to you. 1969, since that date, Steelers have had three head coaches. Raiders are now on their fourth head coach in the last three seasons. So, got to toss that in one in there.
1: Let's go, Matt!
2: And then finally, this is just for you guys. Home teams with a win percentage of 25% or less who are favored by three and a half or more, okay? 31-48-1 and one against the spread last decade. That is New England this week. So I figured I'd toss it in there just to, you know, goddammit a little grenade before
0: you I- are you are trying to drive <laughs> a wedge between me and Simon.
2: Honestly, look that up, look that up mid-episode because I was like, it's perfect. So enjoy that. <laughs> Man. All right.
1: Yeah, yeah well, it's not F, ideal.
2: Ev, thanks,
0: thanks very much. As always, valuable insight to recap the foxhole Cincinnati minus two. The big balls, uh, Jets plus three and a half. Exec decision, Eagles minus three. Simon says Carolina plus two and a half. Our round robin. Carolina, Washington, Tampa Bay, Jets, Seattle. If we had to choose five right now, Simon, I don't know that we could do it.
1: The Faves Five for now.
0: Tampa Bay, Carolina, Jets. We'll have to see what the Eagles are at. We'll have to see what Cincinnati is at. I would say Cleveland if they're below 8 and maybe we change it if we get some quarterback news. Seattle? I, like I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, no it's 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 definitely a tough week to finalize our five.
0: We'll we'll uh, hack it out after the show and again, check out favorites.actionnetwork.com and you'll see where we land for now with the caveat that we might change it on Sunday. Uh, Simon and I will be back with our week 9 Um, recap episode live on the Action Network YouTube page this Sunday, every Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Download us from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods. Rate, review, subscribe. Leave us five stars. Say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Special congratulations to Matt Ford, the Ford family, for the new baby. I say that because... Matt Ford is the originator of our sign-off phrase. Until Sunday night, 7.30 Eastern, love you.
2: Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.